0: Is in
1: there it's weird and pissed off whatever it is she just goes a little mad sometimes we all go a little mad sometimes game
0: over man game over What an excellent day for an exorcism you are invited to an open house where horror will be your host this is
1: King.
0: don't fall asleep
1: were you raised on gangster rap by any chance, because you're mixing a fine liqueur with Sprite.
0: <laughs> don't, don't try to come at me, bro. Don't try to come at me, all right?
1: You strike me as the kind of Broken Hill girl that had a FUBU tracksuit. Have
0: you not seen the Aristocrats, all right? That's when things are at their ba- at their best, all right? Yeah. When, like, the poor and streetwise and, like, enlightened Educated, come together. That's when magic happens. That's I thought that magic I thought it
1: was about dogs.
0: No, that's the that's the lady and the tramp.
1: No, the aristocrats. There was also like a fucking. No, m- the
0: aristocrats is about cats. Oh,
1: aristocrats.
0: Aristocats.
1: Oh fuck, I missed that.
0: God, get with it, Mister. I- oh, I love movies.
1: I'm sorry, I don't know obscure 1960s Disney films. Although I did have the the little record that you put on and it goes turn the page. <laughs> <laughs> I had that one. <laughs>
0: Oh, my lord. No, 100%, like, that old woman who's just, like, rich as fuck and just lives in a fancy house with, like, her butler and, like, all her cats, which are just spoiled. That's my dream. How many of
1: those stories were, like, polite euphemisms for lesbians?
0: (laughs) Many, 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 of many. Oh, oh my god! It's the only reason I think that like nun convents existed. Oh Let, yeah. Like, let's be honest.
1: The brides of Christ.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, what? I have to stay away from men. Just hang out with the ladies.
1: They knew Christ didn't mind eating a bit of blood.
0: <laughs> oh. Oh my god! Finger licking good. <laughs> Oh my God. Speaking of finger looking good, yeah. I believe your grandma came up for conversation the other day. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what? That woman is a beautiful, beautiful patriot. She
1: is. So we were visiting my
0: hometown in Port Perry. Uh huh. And, and you're, it's very important. Like, your parents have never listened to the podcast. Thank God. It's why you're still alive and yeah. not disowned. Yeah.
1: But, so. Because,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: So my partner Lou is uh, she's interested in um, death culture and uh, you know the positive the the body the, what do you call it the death positive movement okay where people openly talk about I'm
0: dead yay <laughs> yeah. Is that what you are talking well,
1: about well that's that's Elon Musk's mantra for his Tesla factory
0: and it's cheaper than living <laughs> <Yeah>. continue <laughs> but she's into that
1: and um, you know you know all the whole embracing natural burial stuff and whatnot
0: mm-hmm. and. Um,
1: <clears throat> We got to talking about my grandmother, who apparently the mortician that did the makeup on my grandmother, yeah, did a very good job because she looked better dead than she had for the last couple of years alive.
0: (laughs) You mean less thrashed? Yeah, less thrashed. Less thrashed.
1: So we then got to talking about her funeral, uh huh, and a part of her eulogy that came up. Oh my lord! Because as listeners to the podcast may be aware, Port Perry was home to a very large. Air Force Gunnery School during World War Two,
0: And a lot of things popped up around your grandma. They
1: did. Well, she was one of seven very beautiful daughters
0: <laughs> in a town
1: with 4,000 American servicemen.
0: <laughs>
1: the Americans literally built roads in the town. And they didn't all go to my grandma's house, but... <laughs>
0: Go on, say what was said to you. Come on. Okay,
1: so the the big thing on a Friday night was the dances, the town Mm -hmm. dances. Mm -hmm. And according to my uncle who was giving the eulogy, there Um. was a well-beaten path from the dances to my grandmother's house, (laughs) 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 which my mum took great offence to.
0: And what did she insist they were doing?
1: They they were called squares and all they would do is dance and at the end of the night they would shake hands and they'd go their separate ways. The Americans were gentlemen.
0: A, it was horizontal dancing. (laughs) B, I guarantee your grandma was shaking something and it wasn't hands. Oh, yeah. (laughs) C, that woman is a national treasure.
1: There's no slut shame in here. It was the war. Everyone thought they were going to (laughs) die. People got their fuck on. (laughs) Absolutely they did
0: Well your grandma did And God bless her for it (laughs) I mean she was nowhere near the war There was no chance that she was going to die in the war
1: (laughs) She took more American projectiles Than (laughs) fucking Vietnam (laughs) Oh my god yeah
0: (laughs) She was under more American fire Than the Viet Cong
1: Even Henry Kissinger gets embarrassed When you talk about the invasion of my grandmother (laughs) Oh the ordinance
0: oh my god and kind of like you know at the end of the war it was kind of like the fall of saigon just all these like (laughs) men throwing themselves at helicopters to be like chopping out while people clamble at the gates of your grandma (laughs) it's
1: more like a clown car just with american soldiers coming out (laughs) (laughs) and old claire would have loved this oh she had a sense she had a very good sense of humor
0: yeah yeah because that's what they were there for her Finger waggle personality.
1: Shut your face. <laughs> uh.
0: All I know, oh my God, is if the Nazis really wanted to steal sacred treasure, yeah. they would have gone after your grandma's cooch. <laughs> they would have tried to smuggle that out of the country. Oh! Oh, my Lord, you would have seen record numbers of American personnel
1: deployed. Just imagine Hitler's menagerie of magical artefacts that he's got. I have the spear of destiny and the chooch of temptation.
0: (laughs) Snap, 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 snap. Oh, look, one fits in the other. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a sheaf. Only, apparently, if you take her dancing first.
1: I love that. They went dancing. It's all they did. They went dancing. My grandma 100% got her ass eaten next to a fence by a Mexican. 100%.
0: (laughs) And Taco Tuesday was invented. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. You know what? Just there's some...
1: (laughs) She was in the brass band. I played the rusty trombone.
0: She took the brass knuckles. <laughs> uh, oh, my God.
1: Yeah. R.I.P. Claire.
0: What I want to know is whenever, like, just whenever they have, like, you know, those American, like, you know, the Soldier Day parades.
1: Like, um yeah, yeah.
0: You know, when they went back. Oh, my God. How many times when they had those returned servicemen marching down the street? Yeah. You know, and they're like, oh, we go to the pub and we talk about our, you know, good the memories of the war. Yeah. How many of those conversations were centred around your grandma's hooch, do you think?
1: <laughs> well, the big thing was that the American servicemen that came to Australia during the war. Yeah. There was a backlash against them by Australian men who said, <laughs> who said they were overpaid, they were oversexed and over here.
0: And under your grandma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, my Lord, bless that woman.
1: Perry is a railway town and trains around there.
0: (laughs) Don't tell your grandma a train.
1: (laughs) He called her Thomas the Wank Engine.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. God bless that woman. Absolutely. She was a saint. Oh, my God. And in her eyes, everyone everyone became a fat controller. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. But you know what? This is so weird. Okay. Okay. Talking about dirty old horn bags. Yeah. That totally brings us to the topic of this week, would you believe? Oh, is it about you? (laughs) Oh, oh, I'm not old. Oh, my Lord. Okay. We've all heard about Nefertiti. Yes. Matahari. Indeed. Aphrodite. John's grandma. Beautiful women who twisted men like silken threads between their fingers. Well. But one name you may not have heard of Dolly Osterich. Dolly Osterich? This plump, plain goddess. Oh, hello. Would ensnare men so tightly in her feminine power that they would literally kill for her. Oh What? They would literally defend her to the highest court in the land, and they would even live in the attic of her house that she shared with her husband. What? The LA Times wrote, <laughs> this is their quote, <laughs> Yeah. her eyes and her appetites would bring a long line of men into her life and send one to his death. Ba, ba,
1: ba. What was the name of the uh, the fictional magazine in uh, LA Confidential? That's oh. that's what it sounds like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> in this week's episode of Dolly Osterike, you'll put your head in her sand. Oh. Or, hello, Dolly. Or, what's hiding in Dolly's crawl space? Oh. Or... Is that a bump in the night, or are you just happy to live in my attic? <laughs> I'm very happy with all of them. That's you're pretty good. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the nitty gritty. All right. Let's get into the filthy, filthy details. It starts in Germany. Oh, of
1: course it does.
0: <laughs> Dolly was born in Wahlberger. She was born Wahlberger Kaushal. Oh. Nobody becomes a sex goddess.
1: I don't know. That, that could be like one of those Engelbert Humperdinck kind of names.
0: It's just
1: well, Wahlberger Horsel. I can have I can that's a cum noise.
0: <laughs> oh, Wahlberger Horsel oh. It's definitely sex position.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Wahlberger Horsel. It's when you throw their underpants at a window and if they slide down <laughs> 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 Oh the Wahlbergers are better in her attic.
0: Is that a pickle?
1: (laughs) Uh, That's probably what they used for tampons back in those
0: Uh, days. (laughs) Oh, my God. Probably for contraception. Probably. And you pull it out for a power stack. (laughs) Uh, uh, I saw her walking home from the chemist. She had a jar of pickles. (gasps) Slut scandal. We know what they say about pickles. They are ribbed for your pleasure. Hey, cornichon. (laughs) She was born in 1880. Her family immigrated when she was young and settled in... Into the life of poor Midwestern farmers.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. A lot of, lot of Germanic people ended up in the Midwest.
0: Mm-hmm. She became known as Dolly. Aww. Dolly had no intentions of being a poor Midwestern farmer. And in her mid-twenties, she married Fred Osterach.
1: Imagine marrying for money in the Midwest. <sighs> Look at that potato farmer. (laughs)
0: Look at him. He got two teeth.
1: (laughs) Picked her up from the barn dance in his steam powered traction engine. (laughs) If the seat's not a rockin', you're not pre industrial revolution.
0: Oh my God. I love it because you're like, oh my God, imagine money, like marrying for money. Yeah. Why else would you? Here's the thing, though. Like,
1: back in those days, like, there's some stately homes. This is the thing about Australia. Like, we've got 60,000 years of Indigenous culture, which is incredible. And then we get the tail end of Victorian England over here. So the peak of personal fortune and just ludicrous wealth that came over here. And there's a few places here in South Australia, especially, that have been preserved from those days where they just came over and just stole the land from all the Aboriginal people. Yeah. Built these vast empires. One of them's called Martindale Hall. Mm. And it's basically it was a it was a prize of love. This guy built it for his family to show them. Like and you go there, and yeah. yes, it's big and grand, but you're like, for all this wealth, I would fucking have my shitty little house just because it's got a TV. <laughs> like they've got fuck they don't have any air conditioning. Like it's shit. Yeah, but like the you- rooms are big, that's it. It's just shit.
0: Yeah. And, oh, my God, you've obviously never had to, like, oh, my God, do you remember living in a share house? You've spent too long not living in a share house. You've forgotten how fucking shit it is, all right? And there comes a time when you've lived with 18 backpackers for six months in a one-bedroom in Bondi. My God, you would blow a Yeti (laughs) for your own toilet, let alone your own deluxe 18-bedroom house. But they still
1: didn't have a proper toilet.
0: Nobody did. They did Never Running Water. Like, I'm just saying that
1: this level of wealth back then was like, who gives a fuck? I'm just saying, if you've got a shit in a pot, it might as well be a golden one. Well, you can do that at any awards ceremony <laughs> you want. <laughs> Join a Masonic club.
0: I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I. you know, you go for it. Like
1: all the wealth, they have a billiard table. To this day, if you've got a billiard table, I fucking judge you.
0: Why? Because they're the fucking
1: dumbest thing in the world.
0: Why thing in the world.
1: Billions? Well, oh, you I play think. it like twice and you go, this is fucking shit.
0: Yeah, get it. That's made. why so
1: many bar fights happen around a billion table.
0: Uh, no, get it. Okay, are you talking specifically billions or are you just including 8-Ball? I'm either? including 8-Ball. Oh, fuck off. 8-Ball. 8-Ball's the game of champions.
1: 8-Ball, Kelly Pool, all that shit.
0: Yeah. Now, since that you've got a finger waggle job look at you Mr Fancy Pants oh I'm too good for like Jim Beam and Bourbon and cracking a pool cue over the head of some dickhead down the pub oh you think you're so fancy now you got two thongs you changed mate I got sober 10 years
1: ago you never met me when I was drunk I guarantee you you would not have liked me I
0: probably walked past a giant shit that you've done out the front of a bank and been horrified. It was at the back of a bank. It
1: was at the back of a bank. It
0: was not. I do not believe that. It was at the back of a bank. You were drunk. You wouldn't have known. I
1: remember every second of it.
0: You shat in the middle of a race course track. I did.
1: (laughs) I'm doing my part. You don't have to run in front of a horse, Emily. Okay? You can just fucking take a dump. And ruin the day for the track marshal who walks around and he finds a fucking single right-footed size 12 hiking boot, a turd, and a fucking government-issue healthcare card on the ground. (laughs) That's a threat. That's like waking up with a horse head in your bed.
0: This 100% shows the difference between, like, men and women. I guarantee (laughs) it never once occurred to any of those women to, like, just throw themselves in front of the horse and drop a juice. (laughs) (laughs) No. Would have,
1: would have made way better footage. Oh. <laughs> like, we've all seen the picture. We've all seen the footage of Emily running in front of that yeah. horse. Yeah. Imagine if she just goes out there, hoiks up her skirt and snaps one off.
0: Nobody wants that to be their legacy. That's I- the
1: Sabuna film. No. <laughs> <laughs> and think- the horses stop. The king's like, holy fuck, give them the vote.
0: <laughs> like... Anything they want as long as she cleats that up. She's
1: prepared to run in front of a horse and fucking back one out.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? This goes back to my point. Of it, of, it makes me so angry when yeah. people say that sexuality is a choice. Oh, yeah. Because there's times like this when I hear straight men talk <sighs> that it makes it so plainly clear to me that there is no way in hell if it was a choice. Women would choose straight men. No one would. You're filthy. You're nasty. You're the one mixing fucking
1: liqueur with Sprite.
0: What? I'm fucking classy, mate. Classy. Okay. Such a hater. <laughs> sh-
1: Unscripted podcast, you say? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to talk about this hoe bag. Stop interrupting. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God.
1: I'm just saying if you've got a pool table, you're a cunt. Oh, <sighs>
0: Dolly <laughs> Dolly had no intentions of being a poor midwestern farmer. Okay, go and judge it. <laughs> and in her mid-twenties, she married Fred. The wealthy owner, you don't get to hear this phrase enough, the wealthy owner of a successful apron factory.
1: Hello. <laughs>
0: hey, woo! who knew? Wow. Beginning of the 20th century, huge for aprons. There you go. Yeah. Like, he was rich.
1: There you go. Yeah. apron wealth.
0: That apron money.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Rolling in it. No, that's the rolling pin factory down the road.
0: And then you put it in the correct pocket of your apron? Oh, Lord.
1: It's like the Elon Musk of... Aprons. Aprons,
0: yeah. (laughs) So, he had a successful apron factory, and the couple settled down to their married life in Milwaukee. But all was not well in the marriage. Now... Whether Frank drank too much because he was unable to satisfy all of his sexual wants of his wife or whether Dolly was unsatisfied because Fred drank too much and was unable to satisfy her womanly wants is open to debate. But one autumn day in 1913, Dolly told Fred to send one of the machinery repairmen from the factory to their house to fix her sewing machine.
1: Now, this is some vintage porn. (laughs) She's got her head stuck in the foot pedal. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, I can't get out. Oh, my God, did they have stepsons back then?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think they just had urchins. (laughs) Industrialist pleasures urchin.
0: (laughs) I'm here to... Clean your chimney, missus. (laughs) Oh, the true German way. Now, whether Fred knew that Dolly wanted her sewing machine fixed or her sewing machine fixed Mm -hmm. is open to debate.
1: Someone's going to wind her bobbin. (laughs) Thread that needle.
0: Trust me, if you get there and (laughs) no one's bothering. If you have to squint to find that, no. (laughs) no. Fred sent 17 year old Oh,
1: yes, he did.
0: ...Otto Sandhubber... ...from the factory, where he worked as a machinery repairman... Yeah. ...to the house. Okay. ...Otto was a small and shy lad.
1: Ah, uh, that's why he sent him.
0: <laughs> Boy, bow, 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 you'll be a woman... On arrival, the young man knocked on the front door. Dolly answered the door in stockings, perfume, a silk robe, and a smile. Oh, dear. And Dolly got her sewing machine fixed. Nice one, Otto. I say that, I don't believe it was good. His name was Otto and he was 17. She got her sewing machine fixed very quickly.
1: Yes, very quickly and nervously.
0: Ah! Because
1: these are back in the days when if your boss didn't like you, he would simply just dispose of you in a river.
0: I don't think that was his motivating factor, though. No. I think care factor for his job at this stage might have gone out with the milk van.
1: Yeah, but this is the reason why... The old uh, What's the, the fucking Apron factory owner
0: Fred Fred This is yeah. why
1: Fred Like she's gone I need someone to fix My sewing machine Bow legged Using her <laughs> vagina Like a fucking puppet Just Nom nom, nom, nom.
0: So, <laughs> Sitting on the sewing machine yeah, While just,
1: it yeah. I need to be fixed So he's just going I'm going to get The weakest Most asthmatic orphan
0: He's small He's shy He can't fight back
1: yeah.
0: He'll just crawl up in there
1: Well that's his plan Like send this guy in there He'll be too scared To fuck my wife
0: Ah, okay, I see what you're doing, the old, uh, well, jokes on Fred. Yep. (laughs) It's pretty safe to say Dolly ate him alive.
1: I would do like she-lob.
0: Dolly arranged for her and Otto to rendezvous in hotels for further romantic trysts. But after a while, this became too tiresome for Dolly, who simply... Couldn't be bothered going out to hotels, so just had young Otto come over to the house. Luckily, Fred was always at work. Uh, Always. Or at the pub. (laughs) So their affair happily continued. But neighbours began to get suspicious of this young man that was seemingly always at the house. When asked by a neighbour about the mysterious stranger who kept coming around, A, back off, neighbour! I know. I know there's not a TV. Think it. Don't ask it.
1: <laughs> we could play billiards or we could go dogging.
0: Oh, my God. You could see them just like as they've got their pitchforks ready with a giant <laughs> capital A ready to pin on at her. Who is that man? <laughs> Dolly told neighbours it was her, quote, Vagabond half brother.
1: Whoa. And Industrialist <laughs> teaches vagabond half brother a lesson in the boudoir.
0: <laughs> and step board was created. Yep. Oh, my Lord. Oh,
1: I am stuck in the sewing machine.
0: All right, now, before we go... Do you want to see a picture of Dolly now or at the end of the podcast? Are you building a picture in your mind?
1: Uh, I want to see her now.
0: You want to see her now? I do. Okay, let me bring up a picture of Dolly and you can describe... Oh, there we go. That is Dolly. And that thing that you see down the bottom of that picture, that's where her titties are, very far from her face.
1: That is incredible. She... All right, the best way to describe her is like she's in this in this photo she's what maybe 60?
0: Are you kidding? No, that was her like in her like 30s? No. Like 40s? Like no. yeah. No. That's her, like, late 30s, early 40s. She had a
1: hard paper out.
0: <laughs> well, she had a hard life, thanks to oh Otto.
1: Her vagina must look like a fucking garbage truck. Just-
0: if that's how far her titties are hanging down. Just think how far her badge is falling down.
1: Oh, you'd be tripping over it like fucking wet flares in the 70s <laughs> walking home from the disco. we
0: will need a bigger apron.
1: <laughs> Holy shit. So... Her boobs looks it, it. looks like she's smuggling forty liters of goon wine mm-hmm. on her
0: stomach into a music festival. That's her boobies. Yeah. Okay. Which I mean, you like, like, no shame. Like these days, like you take my bra off, it's like a race to the finish line. Oh
1: yeah, I unfurl like. But a, I feel like a fucking half-inflated <laughs> bouncy castle. Um, my goodness. But the look on her face. Mm-hmm. As a woman who's had a few orgasms in her life.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, she is
1: high on dopamine.
0: Like I love it, and this, like this, this is where Freddie Mercury was singing about fat bottom girls. Okay, yeah. she is no Salma Hayek, but my God, that woman. Yeah. Knows She's how got, to, she put
1: runs on the board.
0: Yeah. Woo! That's the face that sends an American fleet to war.
1: She, you know, she kind of reminds me of who's um, your grandma. F- <laughs> my grandma was way hotter than
0: this. <laughs> Well, at the beginning,
1: maybe not at the end. The British actress who was in Love Actually, you know, she was- um, Emma Thompson? Emma Thompson. Yes. So imagine Emma Thompson, like the booper you, Emma Thompson, where Emma Thompson's the good booper, (laughs) and she's like the one who smoked and drank and fucked the poor boy. Yeah. That's her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 100%. In a little hat. Yeah. With much saggy boobs.
1: I'm telling you right now, that look she's giving, she's going to fuck the photographer. (laughs) She is one hundred percent
0: The awkward thing is there'll the be DMV. Like, yeah,
1: he'll be like, Look at the birdie. she goes, Do you wanna see a beaver?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, eagle. it'd be like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Get over here
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's like the Sarlacc after after George Lucas re edited it and gave it a beak.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yes. So yes, it was just her vagabond half brother that was coming around. <laughs> yep. So after all these inquiries from the neighbours, Dolly feared that this was drawing too much attention. Uh Like, you think, oh, God, maybe we've got to go back to hotels. Uh, Annoying. Dolly came up with another plan. If only the neighbours watched a little closer, they would see that one day Otto would go into the house and never come out again. (laughs) Dolly did not want to be discovered, but she did not want to be bothered running around town to get her daily fix of Otto.
1: German needs a sausage.
0: So Dolly suggested that Otto quit his job <laughs> and come live in Dolly's house in the attic in secret.
1: Oh, lad. Oh,
0: Come on! If you were seventeen and you... There are two things going on here. Okay, he's seventeen and he's met
1: pussy. These are the two possibilities that are happening in his life. Okay. Number one, he has incredible low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. He's seventeen years old. Mm-hmm. He's getting laid. Mm-hmm. Eh, I'll live in an attic if I have to. It's better than the uh, the attic I live in at the orphanage or the crawl space I live in there.
0: No, he's got a job. He's got like he rents. His yeah, own but this room. is this is
1: pre-unionized America. He fucking probably has no money. It's probably awful.
0: What, if you say it like there's any difference to today. Nobody yeah, you can stick has your fingers
1: money. into the apron-making machine or you can stick your fingers into the boss's wife. Which one are you going to do? <laughs> so that's the first possibility. Uh-huh. Is, or she, this is the other one, she is the most colossally amazing fuck yeah. of all time. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to go ahead and leave me
0: Yeah. I reckon she knew what she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen one... Fucking one one look at one uncomplimentary picture of Dolly. You were ready to to put your dick in her. So, oh my God. I reckon she knows how to fuck. (laughs) Otto quit his job and moved in, in secret, to his new home in the attic, which was furnished only with a bed (laughs) and a desk and a chair.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: The other thing about this attic is we... Okay, it wasn't like a big attic where you could walk around. It was one of those attics where even if you were standing in the tallest spot, you had to hunch over. Yeah.
1: Okay. So this dude's got apron money. He's not like horseshoe rich. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There, Otto lived in hushed secret. Oh, God. Whilst Dolly and Fred continued their married life. Downstairs. downstairs wow. Otto lived only venturing out once Fred had gone to work so he could engage in sexual trysts with Dolly. Then he would be sent back up to the attic. Oh, man. Each week. Now, Dolly, you know, Dolly, come on. She wasn't a monster.
1: This guy's literally a vibrator living under a pillow.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (coughs) Not even under the pillow. He's not even in the bed. He's in the attic.
1: Yeah, he's one of it, those. He's one of those vibrators that looks like a dropped lollipop.
0: Yeah, at least my vibrators are like in the cupboard. They're in the room. Yeah. Oh my god.
1: You're going to keep them in the crawl space <laughs> like an illegal gun.
0: <laughs> so registered.
1: It's had the serial numbers filed off. It's
0: a little desk and a lamp in case they're bored. <laughs> this match. But each week Dolly would go to the library and bolo- borrow a large selection of books mainly nautical adventure books oh which she would bring back to Otto so he could pass the time whilst Fred was at home nautical adventure books I'm just while well, I'm just down here I suppose I gotta throw one over Fred. While I'm throwing one over Fred, then we're gonna have some mutton chops. He might smoke a cigar and then he's gonna sleep. Just you want a magazine. <laughs> just there, just thumbing the magazine while they're like, eh, 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 going at it. But just
1: imagine living in an attic and someone brings you a book about being stuck on a ship. <laughs> That's a bit fucked.
0: If I even close my eyes, I can picture the waves. <laughs> Uh Fred also became obsessed with writing penny dreadfuls. No. Which at the time basically they were ten cent magazines that told sordid tales of lust and horror and crime. Yeah.
1: Printed on really low quality paper.
0: Mm. Yeah. That was the other thing that he requested Dolly would buy for him. Penny Dreadfuls? Yeah. Oh yeah. And Fred wrote story after story <laughs> while in the attic. And Dolly would dutifully post these stories to publishers in Fred's hopes that one day they would be published. This pretty much sounds like life in the arts. It is lit, but it it's like literally out a dear penthouse. You wouldn't believe what happened to me.
1: <laughs> I'm not a prisoner.
0: <laughs> Currently in the attic. Send help. <laughs> By 1918. Oh man, he missed the war. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he lived through the war. He
1: fucked through the war. He saw
0: some shit. Wow. He saw he some shit. He was in the
1: trenches, literally.
0: Talk about PTSD. <laughs> Up to his elbows. He got trench foot. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting care packages from little old ladies. <laughs> By 1918, Fred had now been living in the attic for five years. Wow. Five years. (laughs) Literally only left the attic to fuck Dolly. For five years. For five years. And then went back into the attic. He must have been, his
1: spine must have changed shape. He'd be like a bound foot. We'll get to that. He'd be like a bound foot with a dick that is throbbing and red like a cartoon thumb that's been hit with a hammer.
0: We'll get to that later. Oh, God. But He's been up there for five years. Yeah. Missed the war. Didn't even know the war was happening. He was pretty much living his best life. Yeah. Free room and board. And he even managed... He even managed to have a few stories published under a pen name. Nice. This 17-year-old sex goblin who lives in the attic <laughs> is more published than you and I will ever be. <laughs> well, it's just
1: like the arts. You've got to have a rich benefactor.
0: Yeah, I know. Seriously. Oh, my God. The Los Angeles Times would later write... This is how they would describe the situation. Okay. <clears throat> At night, he read Mysteries by Candlelight and wrote stories of adventure and lust. By day, he made love to Dolly Asarik, helped her keep house, and made bathtub gin.
1: He made bathtub gin?
0: Yes. That's awesome.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, but I think their bathtub job was he would just make Dolly like, squat above the the tub and oh, giving a tickle. It's not a sex thing. It's totally with oh. Dolly, everything is a sex <laughs> thing. I want my sewing machine fixed. Suddenly she swallowed a seventeen year old and he's now living as a sex slave in the addict. Everything is a sex thing with What is wrong with you? This is how you end up in an addict. I'm too trusting. Clearly. Uh, <laughs> You know what, this episode is going to go out and tomorrow Singer is going to see a record application for young men applying to be sewing machine it! I don't think this genuinely happens. I think this was a once-off. Yeah, this is a
1: one-time only deal.
0: Oh, Lord. But poor Fred, however was not doing so well I don't know if you remember her husband
1: yeah yeah the guy who uh, liked to read Penny Dreadfuls he's probably reading ones written by the fucking sex goblin living in the attic <laughs>
0: Can you imagine? Oh. oh, can you imagine some guys living in this this dude's attic? What a chump!
1: <laughs> hey, 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 hun, have you read this one? It's "I'm the sex goblin living in a fucking rich- <laughs> living in
0: your, fl- in your in your attic, friend." <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I use your aprons for cum rags. <laughs> Wow, for
0: some reason I feel personally attacked by this <laughs> fictional story. I'm going to go play billiards. And <laughs> drink and not satisfy you, Dolly. You hear me? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> so Fred is not doing so well. Fred thought he was going nuts. Oh. Every now and then he would swear he heard strange noises were coming from the addict. But Dolly said she heard nothing.
1: How long can you do that for?
0: (laughs) you imagine it? We've all, like, you're trying to sneak into the house drunk, and you're like, I'm going to be super quiet. And then you're just like, (laughs) How many times? Do you think that's. He fell over.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Just Homer Simpson in bed when he became the beer baron.
0: Kablamo. pardon me, honey. (laughs) But Dolly would swear she heard nothing. And Fred swore some nights a shadow, a figure, would pass their bedroom door in the night.
1: Oh.
0: For some reason, his cigars were disappearing faster than he could recall smoking them. (laughs) So that's the other thing apparently he would do. Live in the attic, fuck Dolly, make gin, smoke Fred's cigars.
1: He was fucking
0: cutting his lunch too. Fred decided... That what he and Dolly needed was a change of scenery. Oh. And that they should move to Los Angeles. Oh. You got that apron money, why not? Why not? Dolly told Fred she would only move on the condition that she got to pick the house they bought, no questions. Fred agreed and Dolly went to Los Angeles to search for a new house. With an attic. With an attic. (laughs) Dolly found her ideal house, slanted Attic included in Lafayette Place in Los Angeles. Dolly returned to Milwaukee and then sent Otto on ahead with a key so that he could hide himself away in the attic before she and Fred arrived. Wow! Gave him bus fare.
1: At this point, Otto really should be thinking about his future.
0: (laughs) What free room and board? He's a published author. Like
1: true. I'm
0: just saying. It's not a bad life.
1: (laughs) Bowls emptier than James Wood's skull.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. How many 17-year-olds would dream of this life? As soon as Fred left for the day, Otto would emerge to make love to Dolly and clean the house. Fucking hell. (laughs) You know, he's sex slave. Now tidy up. Yeah. Now go back to your fucking... He has less rights than a, than a Roomba. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. In Los Angeles, over the next four years, the relationship be- between Fred and Dolly deteriorated. Fred began drinking even more. Oh. The two would constantly fight and the fights became violent. Oh, yeah. On the evening of August the 22nd, 1922, Fred and Dolly came home mid-fight and the fight continued. A brutal physical fight broke out between Dolly and Fred. Otto, who had heard these fights before, heard this one escalate. And he was worried. Oh, dear. And Otto came barreling down from the attic, brandishing not just his dick, but Fred's 2.25 caliber guns. He pulled his own guns on him. Oh, no. Fred recognized Otto immediately. Oh, wow. (laughs) Weren't you that guy that disappeared mysteriously around the same time I started hearing noises in my attic? Hang on a minute. Except you're much paler and you look visibly drained.
1: <laughs> like a Skeksian
0: and a girlfriend. <laughs> Fred recognised Otto immediately and flew into a rage, launching himself at Otto. The two men struggled and then Otto fired three rounds into Fred's chest oh. and Fred fell dead on the floor. He's
1: normally firing rounds into her chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: wow. Change is as good as a holiday. Absolutely. Either way, he's still blowing his load. Otto took the diamond watch off Fred's wrist and then locked Dolly in the bedroom closet and then retreated upstairs into the attic with the watch and the key. Okay. Dolly began screaming and a neighbour phoned the police. When the police arrived, they released the screaming Dolly from the closet. Dolly told the police that a burglar had shot her husband, <gasps> stolen his watch, locked her in the closet, <gasps> and then left
1: pretty good alibi,
0: <laughs> Police were suspicious, really, but they had no evidence to prove any wrongdoing, and they couldn't figure out how Dolly had locked herself in the closet. <laughs> So Dolly inherited her late husband's millions of dollars. Nice. It's a lot of aprons. It's a lot of aprons. And she bought herself a brand new house. This one had a spacious attic. Oh. So he doesn't even get to live downstairs now? Well, I mean, come on. Like her husband is dead. So they're clearly clear, you know, they can come out and, you know, have a relationship. Yeah. Otto took the money he received from his published stories and bought a typewriter. <laughs> Aim for the stars. He was fucking writing that shit by hand. <laughs> yes. Oh, the other Well, you can't like you can't sit in the attic no. and type type typey type type. No. Now the husband is dead. He can he can type, type, typey, type.
1: Yeah, it's Anne Frank with a drum set. Exactly. You can't do it, yeah.
0: So he bought his typewriter and moved into the attic of Dolly's oh. new house oh, my god we should mention that Otto had actually also developed a hump from all of his years of living in a slanted crawl space <laughs> so now he's become Igor from Frankenstein <laughs> yes the mistress oh dear <coughs> I am alone back upstairs. Typey, typey, type, type. Ah. So, yeah, she moved into a house, but he went back into the attic.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Dolly, all of this, you know, troubling uh, with the problems with the estate investigation by the police. Yeah. Dolly took a fancy to her estate attorney, Herman S. Shapiro. Oh, no. And the two, (gasps) shockingly, would you believe, began a sexual relationship. Oh, God. If she's met him, she's fucked him. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, she was great in the sack. But it quickly became obvious that due to his profession, Shapiro would spend long days at work. Yes. So Dolly took another lover, seeing as her lover to her lover was busy... She took another lover to keep her entertained when Shapiro was at work. Businessman Roy Klum.
1: All these guys have got the best names. (laughs) Roy Klum at your service. (laughs) You can trust Klum, he
0: ain't no bum. Roy Klum, you can sit on my thumb. (laughs) You'd remember that. You would. You would remember that. See, marketing up here. It was at this stage that Dolly made her first misstep. Oh. Her first misstep was in showing her attorney lover her affection by giving him a diamond watch.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Her attorney lover recognised it immediately as the watch of Dolly's dead husband that she claimed had been stolen on the night of his murder by the alleged robber. Oh, God. When questioned by Shapiro, I'm amazed he came up for air, she told him that she had simply found the watch later under one of the window seat cushions and could think of no reason to tell the police course not no why would they want to know about the main bit of evidence to the murder of my husband (laughs) dolly asked her first no second no, no no third current lover yeah roy clum to get rid of a gun for her
1: oh there are some fucking chumps in this
0: dolly told clum that it finger waggle resembled oh just resembled the gun that was used to kill her husband and she didn't want people to think the wrong idea so she didn't want to be caught with it so could he possibly be a deer and get rid of the weapon for Yeah can her? you just
1: throw it in a river for me.
0: Yeah like you know you <laughs> throwing your dick in this river. <laughs> Clum obliged his lover and threw the gun into the La Brea tar pits. Wow. A fucking tar pit. Yes. He's just armed a T-Rex. Dolly then told a similar story to one of her neighbours, who we could only presume was her fourth current lover. Wow. When Roy Clum was doing business... She asked him to dispose of another gun for her as well. Oh, my God. The neighbour obliged by burying the gun in his yard. How good was she at sex that people are disposing of weapons all around town? She's literally clamped one of them in the bloodied watch of her murdered husband.
1: Yeah, on the scale of blowjobs, she's accessory to murder good. Mm. Yeah, mm. she's got a little bowl-tickling technique down and everything.
0: Oh, my God, I wish she had released a book. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, her secrets. Oh. <laughs> she could have brought about world peace. Absolutely, peace in the Middle East. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which was one of, Hello, her, sec- <laughs> one darling.
1: of her sex moves. <laughs>
0: peace in the Middle East. <laughs> Clumsy, sit on my thumb. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, there's nothing that wasn't a sex position to Dolly.
1: Considering that she has fucking turned a once able-bodied German mill hand into fucking sex golem. Yeah. Living (laughs) My precious.
0: (laughs) She's killed a millionaire.
1: She shows him the eye of Sauron and they're all fucking... All right.
0: She's got, like, an attorney at law to, like, hide evidence from the police. Okay. Two random citizens to bury weapons. Yeah. You, you hear stories and you're like, nobody's that good at a blowjob.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Jeez, I feel like I've wasted my life.
1: Oh Yeah, you're right. We need to fucking clone her, bring her back and find out how she did it.
0: I've never had complaints, but I've never had anyone bear a, bury a murder weapon good for me. <laughs> oh, no, God. That's,
1: that's got extra.
0: I feel inadequate. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. So, yeah, so the... Fourth lover has just disposed of the second gun. Ah. Dolly then tired of Clum. Mm. He was not getting down to business. No. And she ended their relationship. Much to Clum's outrage. Ah oh dear. And we know nothing takes rejection as well as a single white older male.
1: Mm. Mm. Who's helped you commit a crime?
0: Angry Clum went to the police and told them about the gun that he had disposed of for Dolly by throwing into the tar pits. He clearly wasn't
1: an encyclopedia salesman, was he?
0: He also then told them about the watch on her other lover's wrist, which he had seen. Oh, wow.
1: He's just gone full grenade vest.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm taking everyone with me. Ah! The police searched the tar pits and found, because it turns out Clum, this could be why he dumped him, couldn't find the hole. And it wasn't necessarily in the tar pits, more kind of around the edge. Oh,
1: dear. Uh,
0: so the police found that gun and arrested Dolly. Dolly's arrest was splashed all over the front page of newspapers. And on that day, presumably after seeing the headlines, the neighbour walked into the police station with the second gun that he had buried on his property. I'm sorry, once you've received that head job as payment, like, (laughs) payment has been made. You agreed to bury it, all right? There's no backsies. (sighs) During the insuring hearing whilst Dolly was in custody... So poor Dolly, she's taken off. She's dragged to prison. Okay, I'm
1: surprised they can keep her in jail. All she's going to do is blow one guard, and she's
0: yeah, out. Yeah, key to the city. Yeah. So remember, poor Dolly. She's taken away. She's arrested. She's taken. She's held. So this is actually she's held in custody. Poor Otto, still at home in the attic. How did they miss him? He does. He doesn't know what's going on. You're kidding. Nobody knows about Otto. Otto is still patiently waiting in the attic for Dolly. Oh, poor Otto. (laughs) He's he's been sitting in the attic this entire time while she's been in prison. Has someone changed his water and seed? Dolly eventually had to ask Shapiro, her second lover, to take food to Otto as she told him that... He was her, quote, vagabond half-brother who, much to Shapiro's surprise, had been living in Dolly's attic the entire time. What a phone call. Can you feed my sex orphan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait for it. Wait for it. So it wasn't just... You know, there's, there's actually a dude in my attic. I don't know <laughs> if he knew while we were doing it. Otto yeah. was, was up there. She instructed Shapiro... Oh... To tap on the ceiling of the bedroom closet to let Otto know that he should come out.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: (laughs) He'd just been sitting up there for days without food, just patiently waiting. Otto, who had not had a conversation with with any other human being other than Dolly in over a decade. Was a bit excited to see another human being. I can imagine. Otto began regaling Shapiro with all of his exciting sexual exploits of the last ten years. Oh my god! Because you know how like men are—you just like, oh, I want. Oh my god, I'm talking to another man. This is so exciting. Oh my god, we can be like BFFs. This is a man! It's happening! Because it doesn't happen that often. Yeah. So when it happens, you leap on it. So he spilled everything to yeah. Shapiro. Outraged, Shapiro threatened Otto and threw Otto out of the house. What? Do you Imagine him, poor little dehydrated sex pervert hasn't eaten in days. Ow. And he beats him. It's like whipping a puppy. Oh. A weird sexually perverted puppy. Oh, my God. And he threw Otto out of the house, threatening to call the police. Terrified, Otto ran away. Oh. And fled to Canada.
1: Fuck, well, he moves all right, doesn't he?
0: From L.A.? Yeah. Wow. That's- yeah. Oh, I don't know if he literally ran. I'm not saying he <laughs> literally Forrest Gumped
1: <laughs> He must have saved up from all those penny dreadfuls.
0: <laughs> but yes, he, uh, he uh, you know what? I think he just told his sexual exploit stories along the way and was just, what? All the
1: hobos were just like, oh, I'm going to find me an attic.
0: <laughs> so back, poor Dolly is still in custody. After examination, the guns were proven to be too rusted to prove they were the weapons that had killed Fred. Mm. And police could not explain how Dolly had locked herself in the cupboard, so the charges were dropped. Oh. Take that, clum. <laughs> Sit on your own thumb. Dolly returned home to her empty house. And Shapiro moved in with her, but into the main bedroom and not the attic. But seven years later, in 1930, Dolly ended this relationship with Shapiro. This time... An angry Shapiro moved out and went to the police telling them everything he knew and everything that Otto had told him. Wow. Spiteful bastard. Oh, my God. Yeah, what a fucking,
1: what an honourable man to just keep all that under his hat until he's not getting his dick sucked anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah, what a piece of shit. I'm
1: fucking (sighs) arguing to expose you for the murder I've known about for 10
0: years. Yeah, the only one who should be... Uh, Arrested is Shapiro for being a cad. (laughs) There, I've said it. What a cad. Chased off her sex puppet into the night. (laughs) Reaped the benefit for the next seven years. Oh, Lord. So he spilled the beans to the police. The police issued another arrest warrant for Dolly, charging her with conspiracy. And this time, an arrest warrant was issued for Otto, oh. charging him with murder. Oh! Just on a side note, um, we know that her and Shapiro's relationship had, you know, broken up. But I'm sure this is totally unrelated, totally a coincidence. Otto had just moved back into Los Angeles.
1: Oh my god! What a fucking
0: chump! And he was quickly arrested. After learning about Otto's life hidden away in the attic, the press started referring to Otto as I'm <laughs> <a> Batman. <laughs> Obviously, this is before the comics. Yeah. So yeah, he became known as Batman in Batman. the press. Batman. Oh,
1: because he was a bat in her belfry. <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs> Otto's defense tried to paint him as a poor victim of sexual servitude. But the press simply painted him as a weird sex pervert.
1: <laughs> oh, dear.
0: <laughs> Fucking Batman, you pervert.
1: very. Hush, hush.
0: <laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> <laughs> but still, Shapiro did not get the revenge he was after. A jury did find Otto, now aged 44. Oh, dear. Guilty of manslaughter. He's pale with a hump, all right? Yeah. He's suffered enough. But the statute of limitations on such a crime was seven years. Oh. And the death had now happened eight years ago. So all charges against Otto were dropped. Uh. At Dolly's trial, she would walk free after the jury became hung. It was not revealed how many members of the jury were also her lovers, presumably all of them. <laughs> yeah, and the judge. <laughs> the court's stenographer, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Some guy walking past. Uh- <laughs> After the trial, Otto completely disappeared. Oh, God. <laughs> that just means he went back in the attic. I don't care what anyone says. He disappeared. Like he did when he was 17. He checked the attic. He just
1: crawled inside her like a kangaroo, <laughs> Joey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Never came back out. His little head pops out now and then. Oh, may I have a treat, Mother? Uh-huh. So Otto completely disappeared. <sighs> and Dolly took herself a new lover. God damn. Ray Bert Hendrick. Wow. Dolly and Ray would remain together for the next 30 years. Holy shit. She finally found someone to match that sexual energy.
1: And his name was Ray.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ray Burt. Me. In 1961, Dolly married Ray and less than two weeks later, she passed away peacefully. Hopefully with a dick inside
1: her. 100%.
0: Yeah. She died as she lived.
1: They just fell out of it like a fucking pinata.
0: <laughs> it is unclear how many lovers were in her attic at the time of death.
1: Just all these petrified, desiccated <laughs> boys.
0: <laughs> just like the machine repairman, an <laughs> Uber delivery driver, a postal worker. <laughs> <laughs> Just all came falling out. <laughs> oh my god. I look, I think just Dolly knew what she wanted.
1: Yes, she did.
0: Even when she wanted a lot of them at the same time. And just men are shit when they rejected. Uh,
1: and also, men are really fucking stupid and will do anything for a bit of the old uh, <laughs> snitchy snatch.
0: They will literally live in an attic for 20 years and def- would rather get. Clint would, would literally rather get a hump for a hump and free room and board. Yeah. Oh, then again, with the cost of rent, I'm not ruling it out. I don't think we should judge anyone's lifestyle.
1: You tell me, I reckon there's a musical in this, speaking of rent. Like with the set that is just like a little hunchback up in the attic. <laughs> Just hitting the, like, she's knocking on the roof
0: while he comes down. (laughs) It's time. It's time. (laughs) Well, then while she's just getting, like, a train run down on her in the bedroom, he's just up in the attic like the Phantom of the Opera. (laughs) Dolly's pussy's on my mind. (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, my Lord. So, yeah, you know... (laughs) Shout out to all the Dollies out there and to everyone who's never had a Dolly. You know, just just keep repairing. You never know. Hopefully your day will come.
1: This will make one hell of a Barbie playset. set. <laughs>
0: Attic Otto included. Yeah.
1: Nymphomaniac Barbie. <laughs> See if she murders her industrialist husband. And convinces neighbours to hide the evidence because she can
0: fuck. Oh my god, criminally incriminating watch provided. <laughs> oh my god, uh. honestly, I just I read this story and I just I feel bad that I've clearly never learned how to fuck properly because I think none
1: of us have. <laughs> She's like the John Lennon of sex
0: I know Like we're here like judging But like by the sounds of it Like you just Like you wouldn't be able to leave Your knees would just give out yeah. You'd just be like Sweet Jesus I never knew It's like
1: going to an Italian's house for dinner Just like No you want more You want more You'll do to the end Come on
0: Oh my god This is what it's supposed to pasta should taste like yeah. Oh my god my,
1: You're about crying. to leave And she goes No I can't My dick is sore and She goes No it's not I'll kiss it better And you're back in the game like, how did she do that?
0: I wonder if she ever got a sewing machine fixed. No. Who's <laughs> got time for it?
1: No, one. she's not doing it in
0: sewing. <laughs> <coughs> oh, my God. There were a lot of knees out of pants by the sounds of it. <laughs> she needed to learn how to sew. Oh, oh. my God. Yeah. That's, uh. Whew, well... Hello, Dolly. Yeah, hello, Dolly. I'm never going to be able to listen to that song ever again. No.
1: Well, I couldn't anyway because it's shit. But
0: Oh, well, you say that until you meet your own Dolly. Yeah. Wow. I just, I kind of feel a bit disappointed. Like, I've, like, everyone craps on about Fifty Shades of Grey, whatever. Yeah. I've, I've. Honestly, never had sex that good, where I've thought, I'm just going to quit and live in your attic."
1: Yeah, no, none of us have.
0: Oh, I, just, I feel I feel really unsatisfied now. Yeah, she's she's that once in
1: a generation talent
0: that people talk about yeah. for generations. Like there, there's
1: there's guys in the bar just like you would not believe it. Yeah, but I met this woman. She was German. She looked seventy. She was thirty. She had tits down to her knees. She fucked me into another dimension. I I can't. I'm I'm now like I'm now like that guy that helps out Dracula.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just oh my god, that guy where it's like you always wonder. Like I wonder how we got that eye patch. I she was a whale (laughs) named (laughs) Dolly, and thus she blew (coughs) and blew and blew and blew my eye right out of my eyeball, but I did not care. <sighs>
1: and that's why this is called Moby Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Captain Crutchstab.
0: Oh my god. What do you call the what do you call the porn version of Dolly's life?
1: Oh my god.
0: I it just it's gotta be something with flowers in the attic. Well, but...
1: do- it's gonna be like Dolly does Dallas, but
0: Deflower in the attic?
1: Oh my god, yuck! <laughs> Oh, that's that's got some Russian and hidden cam <laughs> vibes to it. Duh.
0: Yeah, I feel dirty just saying it. You know what? If you can think of what you think Dolly's porn uh, musical epic should be named, you know, uh, let us know at realmothman at com. Oh, you know, here we go. Okay.
1: So she's a 1920s mm-hmm. industrialist kind of free market thing. I'm thinking Ayn Rand, Atlas Shagged. Yeah, that was bad
0: Yeah, that was so bad Go fuck yourself (laughs) Why hello, Dolly Yes, hello, Dolly Oh my god, just remember everyone Hopefully one day it'll come to you And just remember, real Mothman and Dolly eat the carpet
1: And there's no no in necrophilia or Dolly's Attic
0: Leave you no on the doorstep. Exactly,
1: <laughs> that word does not exist here.
0: Your inefficiency of the word no. <laughs> also, your your job, your day job, yeah. and your spine health.
1: Joke for the dull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Worth it. Very much worth it. I'm ending this madness to the attic with this episode.